You are listening to the Slow Living Podcast, and I'm your host, Stephanie O'Day. What if I told you that you could truly have the life of your dreams, the life you've always wanted, one filled with abundance, joy, and a sense of purpose? It's absolutely possible, and I see it each and every day with my coaching clients. It all starts with learning how to slow down. You deserve to live the life you've always dreamt about. Let's get started. Hello, hello, Slow Down Society. Steph here, and we are on episode number 68. And today we're going to talk about miracles and whether or not you believe in them or if you should believe in them and my thoughts and a bit of surrendering and just accepting and letting the idea wash over you that you don't need to intellectually understand each and every thing and that it's okay to just be and have fun and enjoy and have a little sparkle and a little whimsy and a little excitement in your life. And you don't need to be all scientific all of the time. So I am a big believer in magic and in miracles and you can sort of shove them aside and decide, I don't know, that they're coincidences and you can be sometimes a bit skeptical or a bit pessimistic, but I'm not that way. (laughs) I love looking at things with awe and kind of fresh eyes in the eyes of a child and, and not needing to understand each and everything, but just letting it be fun and letting it be whimsical and and allowing miracles to happen. And I do think that whether or not you believe in miracles is a choice and it starts with a decision and a decision to suspend your skepticism and, and just be alive and and have fun and, and enjoy it. And in little things, I like to practice having miracles in my life and that I decide before I wake up in the morning that I am going to see something miraculous. And usually it's an absolutely gorgeous sunrise or sometimes it's some bird's just sort of doing loop-de-loops in the air and they look like they're having so much fun. And because I have decided and labeled that and named that as a miracle and I'm looking for it, I'm just always astonished every time I see it. And I get really excited that things are playing out in this fun and whimsical way. And because of that, I just... I'm I'm kind of bouncing through life with a bit of a spring in my step and a smile on my face. And that is my wish to you. So I can can feel that maybe some of you are rolling your eyes a little bit at me and and it seems a little kind of Pollyanna-ish. But let's think and change the thoughts to ones that serve you and sort of create a bit of of miraculous events unfolding in your life. So the the definition definition of a miracle is an event that is not explicable 
by natural or scientific laws and is therefore considered to be the work of a divine agency. And your divine agency can be God, it can be the universe, it can be any deity of your choice, it can be Mother Nature, it can be whatever it is. Um, some people really like angels and and they think that uh, the guardian angel of, of this or that has created the sunrise or the sunset that they're seeing or a hummingbird just all of a sudden just appearing and floating and looking right at you in your eyes as if the hummingbird is talking to you. That can really feel like a miracle is happening right in front of you. And when you are open and willing to decide on purpose that signs from nature and and signs that seem out of the blue and unexpected are right there for you, that's how you can decide that you too see everyday miracles in your life. So I, I was doing a little bit of Googling before I hit record and in uh, a Psychology Today article, and I love that website, Psychology Today and their magazine, they cited a Pew Research Center poll um, that was conducted in 2010. And In a survey of 36,000 Americans, they found that 78% of people under the age of 30 believed in miracles, and 79% among those older than 30 believed in miracles. And if someone said and acknowledged that they were affiliated to any sort of religion, 83% who affiliated with the religion believed in miracles in contrast to 55% who said that they didn't and that they um, just didn't believe in miracles. So I'm recording this in mid-January, and I spent a lot of time over the break watching TV and watching Christmas movies and Hallmark movies and Lifetime movies. And if you have watched any of those, especially some of the, the kind of ones that are geared towards children and they talk about Santa Claus and and they talk about magic and belief, there's always this bit of wonder and, and just whimsy and excitement that comes in a Christmas movie when even you as an adult have the kind of nagging, questioning feeling of whether or not magic is happening, if Santa is happening, if if things are unfolding in this way that cannot be explained. And, and that is a miracle. It, it's, it's a miraculous feeling. It's just such a warm and cozy feeling. And why would you not want to lean into that? Because that's the world filled with, with just sparkles and confetti and in awe and wonder versus kind of, I don't know, like cold reality, dark, dreary, uh, just dim. <laughs> that's, that's not a, a really fun life to, to lean into. So I would much, much rather lean into the joy and, and the lightness. Um, some of my reading I've been doing is because, again, it's the beginning of the new year. I always pull out 
my Course in Miracles book. And in the Course in Miracles, uh, I kind of joke sometimes with my coaching friends that it's the the hippie Bible. But um, the, the Course in Miracles teaches that there's really only two human emotions and schools of thought, and that is love and fear. And any decision you make, any thought pattern you have, any choice you're making, it's either a love-based choice or decision or path or journey or a fear-based love, uh, fear-based choice or destination or decisioning. And so if you're looking towards two things, if you're looking towards the, the fun and the whimsy when you're on a nature walk and just looking at the moss on the trees and the worms squirreling around and the mud, you can decide to, to just kind of be skeptical and, and a no-brainer. And of course, there's worms all over the place. And that's because the ground is moist and their tunnels are filling with water and they don't want to drown. So they're coming up for air and, and you can look at it that way, or you can look at it as just worms <laughs> and, and they're everywhere and they're abundant and everywhere you look, you can find more. And it's just a sign that the earth is so abundant and they're just oozing out and, and ready and you, and you can save them and you can move them. And it's just so fun to see them squiggling around in the sunlight. And, and that is, is really just a childlike wonderment that I would like to carry with me as I go on through my years on this planet and something that I would want for you also. So when we talk about miracles and whether or not you believe in them, I think sometimes people start thinking about an illness or a disease, and it can't be cured by medical science. And so then people start praying for a miracle to happen. And depending on how often you do that, you may have success in and be able to kind of count um, and track the success and in, in praying and hoping and wishing for a miracle to happen. And, and then you may have the, the other version of it. You may have that you have prayed, um, for you or for a loved one to be cured from some debilitating illness or disease that a medical professional has said cannot be cured from. And so you're praying for a miracle and it doesn't come true. And so then you have evidence that, hoping and praying and wishing for miracles doesn't work or come true. And so my best advice for you is to practice. Practice now and not wait for a huge something or other, um, like a, a, waiting, a doctor's waiting room praying for a miracle. But, but practice looking for the everyday miracles now and believe in them. So I said that I, I decide before I open the curtain in the morning that I am going to see a magical sunrise. 
So that is the belief that I have. And it's um, more often than not because my bedroom window is facing the way it is. And uh, I get up super darn early and I kind of know what time the sun is going to rise. More often than not, I'm rewarded with an amazing sunrise, an amazing sunrise. And many times when I'm driving to work and I'm coming up over the hill, there's this mountaintop and it's just absolutely gorgeous. And I see the sunrise and it's just phenomenal. And, and a lot of times I'm on the phone. Um, so the phone is through the car speakers. And I used to say, to Jennifer, because I talked to her on the phone in the morning while I'm walking Sheldon. Then many times we stay on the phone and we hop into the car, we drive to our, our own different jobs. And many times I, I can't help myself. And I remark about the wonderment and the whimsy and the beauty of the sunrise. And when I first started doing it, she never could see the sunrise. She She didn't notice it. And she would actually remark on that. She goes, ah, you always talk about the sunrise and I never see it. I'm like, okay, well, I always do. And so I kept bringing it up. And now, now she brings it up to me first. And she says, oh my gosh, I was on 280 today. Did you see that sunrise? Oh, it was just gorgeous. And I did, I did see it. And and now she can too. So I do think when you start to look on purpose, for things to get excited about, for things that bring you a smile and a joy and this sense of, oh my gosh, I am alive and this is amazing and wonderful. You, you will absolutely start seeing everyday miracles. Another thing that I like to do to kind of play around with myself is, and <laughs> that sounded funny, um, <laughs> and another way that I, I try and, and, and find everyday miracles is I decide I'm going to see a certain type of bird on my morning walk. And, um, and lately there's been lots of crows and seeing one or two crows is very, very easy, but I decide I'm going to see a flock of crows, a whole bunch, 20 or more crows. And so I'll walk around and I'll see one or two. And sometimes I'm nearing the end of my walk and I still haven't seen the flock. And I start to get just a little bit discouraged and I kind of self-talk to myself. I'm like, all right, Steph, well, maybe today is not the day that you're going to see a flock of crows. And then all of a sudden, there they are. They just rise and they're so many. And it's, it's literally astonishing and breathtaking how many just kind of rise and then meet up in the sky. And sometimes fellow dog walkers or other people that I see on a jog see the same thing I do, that they just rise out of what seems like nowhere. And they're, the entire sky is just filled. And it's just fun to just stand and watch in just wonderment because there's so many of them. There's too many to count. And and it's just so awesome. I do the same thing in that I decide I'm going to see a butterfly on a warm day. And then I see the most gorgeous, amazing, lovely butterfly. I do the same thing with hummingbirds. 
another one of my Jen friends, uh, she has a tattoo of a hummingbird on her inner arm and it reminds her of her mom and every time, and her mom has passed away, every time she sees a hummingbird, she has decided that is her mom coming to say hi to her and to check in on her. And she sees hummingbirds everywhere. She sees them on vacation. She she sees them in all of the seasons. So even on kind of a cold and dreary day and a day that you wouldn't expect at all to see a hummingbird, she sees a hummingbird. And so those are the type of everyday miracles that I want you to start to look towards and start to pay attention to. And the more you do it, it creates this belief and, and belief creates a vision and it creates a strength of will and it creates resilience and it ignites and it activates. And what's fun about it is belief, when, when you have this blind faith and belief, it sees the invisible. It sees what has not yet been accomplished. And belief sees the goal and it sees the path required to get to the goal. And the path is the work that has to be done. And people who believe have a crystal clear vision of what it takes to get to wherever it is they want to go and what the work looks like. And so they see themselves training and practicing and performing and achieving, and they see themselves on this invisible path following through in miraculous ways. So in in the five steps of slow living, which is how I teach and coach that you can live out your own version of whatever your dream life looks like if you take the time to slow down and 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 just trust and believe and and plan on purpose. So number 1 is decluttering. Whatever it is that's in your life that doesn't feel good to you and isn't serving you right now in the here and now, pluck it away. Declutter it, prom it, purge, remove, organize and then maintain. That's the acronym for decluttering. But maybe not forever. If if you're decluttering certain people or or certain activities at work that you don't necessarily want to do and they don't feel good, maybe you can't shelve them forever and ever and ever, but you certainly can put them aside for a little while and put them out of your mind. Then step two is figure out your GPS. Point it. Point it in the right direction. Have a dream. Have a belief in yourself that you can do miraculous things, that you can do amazing things, that you can do wonderful things. If you've never run in your life, but you have a dream to run a marathon at some point, you can start training right now. You you can't run a marathon right this very second, but maybe you can run the length of a house or two on your neighborhood walk and just start building, just start going ahead on that path. Number three of the five steps to slow living is to stay positive, to stay gratitude. And that's a great time and a place to look around and and collect evidence of miraculous things that are pushing you in the right direction. Step four is to take action each and every day, no matter what, even 
If you can't tell anything is happening, you take a little step forward, teeny tiny baby steps. In the last episode, we had talked about the messy middle. Sometimes when you're in the middle of whatever it is you're working towards, you can't see that things are really happening, but maybe they're happening under the surface. Maybe they're happening by different thoughts and different beliefs that are in your brain. But just trust and, and, and take tiny, lean in steps forward to that end result. And then five, you're tweaking and you're tuning and you're modifying as necessary. And it doesn't mean that you're burning the whole thing down. It doesn't mean that if you didn't get to that end result in one year or two year, that it's not going to happen in year three or year five. Just keep going and just have faith and start collecting the everyday miracles, the tiny little bits and, and proof and evidence along the way. And evidence can look different to different people. So if, if you're on a weight loss journey, maybe the evidence is that even if the scale isn't going the way you want, maybe the scale has been paused for a while, but you're noticing on your run that you feel a little bit more buoyant, a little lighter on your feet, your, your aches and your, your knees and your hips are lessening. Maybe your jeans feel a little teeny tiny bit better. Collect that. Collect those little tiny pieces of evidence and, and put them in the win category because that's what you're doing. Okay. As always, reach out to me. I'm here for you and, and I would love to help you chart out your own path to living a miraculous life, the life you've always dreamt about. The Simple Shortcuts to Peace course is still heavily discounted, and we're going to step up the pricing as we move into 2023. The, the coupon code for each and every month is the word MASSIVE and then the month name. So if you're listening to this in January, the coupon code is MASSIVE January. If you're listening to this in February or March, it's MASSIVE February, MASSIVE March. And we're going to tiptoe up to the full price of $550 for the self-guided course, which usually takes on average about six weeks, but you have lifetime access. And within the course, you also at any time can redeem two one-on-one calls with me where you can, we can absolutely personalize all of the material to fit into your life and your needs and your wants and your dreams and what you have in store for your own family. Also, once a month, the first Saturday of the month, we have group coaching calls where you can log in and you can meet other people, like-minded individuals who are also on this path. The, the course is designed to really build you up from the ground up and, and not take anything for granted, but you're really putting together the puzzle piece and, and stepping up your pyramid so you can live out the life you've always wanted. That's at stephanieoday.com forward slash peace. If you've got any questions, reach out to me. I'm at Steph at stephanieoday.com. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. I'm not the best at direct messaging, <laughs> but I absolutely uh, will write back to you if, um, 
you email me and let me know. You can also leave any sort of questions on um, the voicemail, and I can use that in an upcoming podcast episode. And that's at stephanieoday.com forward slash podcast. There's a little button and you can click on it and record yourself asking any questions. Okay, Slow Down Society, consider yourself loved and hugged and know that I think you are absolutely wonderful. You take care and I'll see you next week. Do you have a slow living story to share? Leave me a voicemail at stephanieoday.com forward slash podcast with any questions, comments, feedback, or testimonials, and I will be sure to include it in an upcoming episode. Also, if you found value in this episode, please share it with your family and friends and subscribe through your favorite podcast provider. The more you share, comment, and leave positive reviews, the more people we can reach and share the slow living lifestyle and messaging. Thank you, Slow Down Society, and have an absolutely wonderful day.